Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the now-named Dragon Calamity Campaign run by me, your DM, Abby. Um, we are joined by three of our four players because um, it is the day after Christmas here for all of us. And unfortunately, Alabama is being hit with some storms. So uh, Ian, who normally plays Xander, is unable to join us at this moment, but he may or may not join us after or um, at some point if his power does come back on. Uh, but we all have warm wishes for him. Um, speaking but of I'm all fish. of us... <laughs> Say again? I said, but um, Tish. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, uh, let's introduce our first player of the evening. Keo, how are you? Um, I I am well. I am fed. Um, and I'm trying not to stab myself further with my knives as I play with my Gundams. Uh, how's Kaylin? How, let, let's check in on your characters as as part of the intro. Like, where's where's Kaylin at mentally? You think right now? Uh, Kaylin is probably still very amused, uh, that, uh, Zoroka missed that easy shot on all of those little mooks that we were just kicking around and just, uh, having fun with. And, uh, a little trepidatious as we're heading into, uh, a cave system and we have no idea what on earth is going on. So. Got it. Um, Sandy, how are you? How's it going? I'm good. I'm feeling full after eating a leftovers from Christmas. Um, cold. I'm back back in New York, so very very cold. Oh, geez, that sounds awful. <laughs> <laughs> how how's Miz? What is where is he at mentally right now with all of this that's happening? What's what are his thoughts? Surface thoughts, even. Oh, Miz is incredibly bored. He's thinking. I was a bounty hunter back in the day, and now I'm finding blights, twig blights that aren't really a challenge. And he just like, I just want to get this over with. I just want to go back and become a slumlord like I was before. Oh, so what you're saying is the you stuff I'm throwing at you is not enough of a challenge? Don't that you is miss. That is Mrs. Thinking. Okay. <laughs> We're all gonna okay, die now. that's Thanks. fine. This is fine. Um, I mean, fuck around and find out. By this session, <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't want to find out though. <laughs> it's fine. You're only down by one rogue. I'm only adding a few. Uh, Soul, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, where is Zaroka at with all of this? Because I know he's he's our little edgy boy. We love him. Um, where's he at mentally? Uh, he's mentally uh, a little peeved uh, at the situation, uh, not at the current situation. Uh, you know, he, he did miss that shot last time. And uh, the, what Kalen said actually got a little bit to him. So he's kind of uh, a little bit uh, angry right now. But he is going to make it up uh, fighting this uh, little blight thing that we got going on in here. Sweet. Um, so speaking of... Um... Everyone hit me with just a smidge of, of recap. What happened the last couple sessions? Just like, give me a couple sentences. Someone start us off. Earn that uh, DM inspiration. Uh, hold on. You don't have to be uh, we're super in, specific. Cool. We're in Direwood hunting uh, baby dragons. Um, and we're looking for a previous uh, guild member, Haral, who uh, uh, disappeared, but was originally sent to figure out what in on earth was going on. 
To add on to that, uh, we finally encountered a group of enemies, uh, probably like an army of blights, um, and uh, we disposed them. We disposed them. We're now moving into a cave to see where it leads to. I uh, continue on from yeah, from when we last found the cave, when Zoroka found it and lit let the party to it. Uh, besides us fighting blights, uh, we found this. The last time we stopped off is uh, we see this blight who looks a little bit different than the other ones. He looks a little bit more, uh, shall I say, vicious. Uh, so he may pose the party a challenge in this uh, coming episode. So we'll see how that fares. Hell yeah. Everyone add on your one extra point of DM inspiration. Um, for now, what we are going to say is our beloved uh, Xander played by Ian. Did I move the right token? Yeah. He is going to stay back and guard the entrance so that you don't get uh, blocked in if more blights appear. So you're all standing in the entrance of this cave um, around you. Uh, that smell from outside, that almost acrid smell, uh, it's a little bit thicker in here, like a fine uh, mist just above the ground. But the further you step in, you also smell death. There's definitely the smell of decay coming from deeper within. Um, you have kind of forward and to the north um, from this little cavern that you're in. Uh, once you step out of this big puddle, there is an, uh, you know, like another tunnel going off that way and then off to the left. Um, but the echoes of your footsteps and everything kind of suggest that the area off to your left uh, might be a dead end. But, you know, you kind of sense see some movement from down there. What's everyone doing? Uh, Zoroka's getting ready to blast the living hell out of this thing. Kaylin, seeing this, will just immediately don't miss. <laughs> don't worry, I won't. Alright, so you're moving uh, to the left? Yo, I mean, we could see this, uh, this guy right here. Yeah, I mean, you can kind of see kind of down there that there are definitely some blights. Um... You see, as you move a little bit closer, one of them seems to awaken a little bit. And this one is much bigger than just the twig blights. It looks less like a dead bush and more like a whole bunch of vines kind of peeling itself off of the wall. This one looks a little bit bigger, a little bit more humanoid almost, um, even though it is. It looks kind of like a tangle of vines, but somehow humanoid but you have no idea what its temperament is what do you do uh zoroka turns around and looks at Mi and looks at miz slumlord can you see no i can only see what my torch goes up to my mm. lamp well get ready it seems as though we have some enemies up ahead i just nod see now that you have had the patience to wait a little longer, you can commence with the stabbing, Mr. Stabbyson. If only I can see them. <laughs> well, if push comes to shove, I will borrow uh, your torch, and you could just stab the things around me. Sounds like a plan. So, are are you <laughs> gonna see an eye dog? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Niz, is that is that what you're going to be doing? Uh, <laughs> to an extent? Yeah, basically, that's kind of all he can do. He can only see what's really in front of him for like 30 feet. <laughs> I think it's like 30, 60 feet. Uh, I'm assuming we're going to start on the left. Any of the enemies. That's that's what I'm assuming. As as Roka does see two blights on the left side of the cave, uh, he kind of peers over and looks at Caitlin. Should we start blasting? I don't mind. I I won't. Actually, you know what? I'll go ahead and start it off. Um, because uh, why bother waiting? Um, and uh, at this, that is not a D twenty. Um, she is going to prove a point. I'm assuming that is well within range of 120 feet. Um, yeah. And you cool. also see that is... the bigger ones start to take a couple steps towards you. Cool. Um, I'm going to safely assume blights are all bad. And so that is a 21 to hit. Absolutely hits. Woo! And that is an 8. Nine. Oh, what'd you hit him with? Oh, Eldritch Blast. Oh! Oh, snap. Oh yeah, no, we're we're we are Eldritch Blast. No, we are we are safely assuming um like I said, we're assuming blights are bad. <laughs> so Same. she's just like like if we're gonna start it off, we may as well just start it off. I am a, she is a warlock, so pop pop. So uh she's going to um take uh the short sword. Um and uh while you, she's actually like in the range of uh Mrs. Torch. You can actually kind of see like the dragon design on the hilt and the pommel as she uh, flashes it down and the blast just rockets through the darkness. I'm assuming lighting up bits and pieces of the area and it's going to hit for a fancy four. Four HP. Um yeah, so Miz is able to see like little bits and pieces, so you can see that there is line of sight towards this uh, bigger blight um, that you can see. Um, but that four, unlike the twig blights, it kind of takes it in stride. It takes another step towards you, and the little twig blight is kind of right behind it on its heels like a little dog. Um, this blight is a medium creature, and it is about Six feet tall. Oh, okay. Um, this I do not believe this is going to be as easy as the last set was. So, well then, <laughs> do we roll initiative or? Would you like to roll initiative? I was gonna just let you roll some turns, or I didn't know if it was just one or two of you blasting. If you were gonna do the guide dog thing, like I was, I was here for it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, Miz is just squinting in the darkness because he can't really see. That well. Okay. <laughs> let's let's just uh, roll some initiative real quick here and uh, get this popping off. Don't forget to select your token to uh, drag it to the initiative tracker. Thank you for that. I almost forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, yeah, we we can always manually add it into the tracker, but it's like it's if it's theoretically automatic, it's less annoying. To... Why don't you? Okay, uh, minus 13. It's stupid. It's fine. 13 for Kaylin. Oh, All that's right, 21 for Miz. 6 for Zoroka. And we've got a 13 also for the Blight, but he will go after Kaylin. 
All right, Ms. You are first up. Uh, this blight. Um, you're kind of able to see a little bit. He's just outside of your line of sight. So you would have to get a little bit closer. You can estimate somewhere between 40 and 60 feet away. You would you would have to move a little bit further. Uh, All right. A little bit closer. You are also free to pass off your torch and hold a, well, your lantern and hold your turn until you have uh, sight through Caitlin. Uh, uh, Miz now sees the blight and he's going to pull out his short bow and attack it. Okay. Give me that attack roll. Ooh, 14 does hit. Um, All right. For that seven piercing damage as you shoot it. Um, and it hits it pretty square in the torso. Like it hit, you know, even in the darkness while you're trying to juggle this lantern a little bit, it is a solid shot. Um, and you probably weren't expecting it though. This blight, this tangle of vines that looks kind of human, but not it. The arrow stays in it, but you don't see any kind of blood. Like Ms. you're you're pretty sure it hurt it, but it's not showing signs of it. All right. Uh Miz sees this and he's gonna use his remaining movement speed to uh move back ten up oh, that's the one. Uh move back ten more feet in front of uh Kaylin. And he'll end his turn there. All right, Kaylin. What you got? Oh, righty. Um we're hmm. Neat. Uh, so uh, she is just going to. Okay. Um, this is going to be fun. All right. Uh, and she is going uh to point at her head uh with the two fingers, uh, a la Professor X, and just goes, "Get the headache. Get the headache. Get the headache. Get the headache." Um, and it's... <laughs> what is this? <laughs> She's casting mind sliver. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Get a headache, get a headache, get a headache. There are verbal components, and that is the verbal component that I have chosen. <laughs> I'm not against this. Uh that's an intelligence saving throw of 14. Uh 14. That is an eight total Aha! saving throw. So it takes a D6 of psychic damage, and that's a five. And uh, you subtract subtract one d four for the next saving throw it makes before the end of my next turn. For the next saving throw, mm-hmm. if okay. it makes one, if it makes one, mm-hmm. you got it. You see it kind of uh, jerk a little bit, and it's what would be its vine-like hands kind of grab its head for a moment. And you actually hear some kind of vocalization, like some kind of noise momentarily come from its mouth. Like, it is humanoid enough that it is able to make sounds. And then that sound turns angry. Almost a growling sound as he's... It, they seem to kind of zero in on your group even harder. Uh, uh, fun question. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is going to be her turn, uh, as she is um, uh, behind uh, Ms. Uh, theoretically, with a hand uh, open to take uh, the to- uh, the lantern just in case. <laughs> um, as she tells, as the party, does anybody know how to speak Sylvan by any chance? 
Are you sure that these things speak that language? Uh, it's a woodland creature type thing. Mm. It is a woodland creature type thing, so it it might actually work. I don't know. It was a suggestion. You want to talk what? to these things? Why would you want to do that? Miss, what if I said, we don't always stab the first time. You, you, we agreed that I was allowed to talk things down theoretically. Um, it was just a thought. You can get to the blasting. I'm not going to stop you. I was just asking question. Weren't you the first one to shoot something off? <laughs> You're not quite talking about the deficiencies in my arguments. I didn't realize you could theoretically talk. Miz just kind of like looks back and gives her like a face like, huh? <laughs> Zeroka then turns around. If these things do talk, let's end it out of its misery. Okay. Uh, it is now their turn, and you see uh, this little... The twig blight that was kind of on its heels is angry now. Um, you just you just hurt its friend. So it is going to move uh, 20 feet forward. I think it's 20 feet. Yeah. Um, and it is, it is common for your ankles. Um, eventually... Uh, they have a speed of 20, so he's not quite there yet. Um, but you see him, like, angrily shaking his little twiggy fingers at you. And this bigger, more vine-like blight, you see as it walks forward, kind of almost inse- insect-like, all of the vines on its feet just kind of individually move and shift it forward. So its its legs kind of look like it's moving forward, but it's really just many, many vines on the ground just kind of slowly gliding it forward, and it is not a fast mode of propelling itself. Um, so it has moved ten feet closer, still not close enough to really do much, but it is Zoroka's turn now. Alright, uh, Zoroka then looks, and and you guys start to see a little, you know, little, he starts charging up a bit, he's gonna activate his blade song ability. Uh, so now he has an armor class of 20. He can move out to 50 feet. Uh, an advantage on uh, acrobatics checks. Uh, he then rushes in at the oncoming blight. And uh, he is going to uh, target it. This one right here. And he is going to attack with his... Uh, hold on. I Blade Song is a bonus action. So let me see... Yes, so it's a blade action. So I can only attack once this turn, so I'm just going to attack with Booming Blade. Uh, so let's see. All right. Um, an 11, unfortunately, does not hit this twig blight. Um, you swing, and all of this little twig blight's rage, um, it just ducks under it and just flattens itself much more than you thought it could. All right. Um, so I think I'm going to stay in front of the party because I think uh, I would preferably probably have the highest AC in this okay. particular case. So, uh, yeah, I'm just going to stay exactly where I am. That is totally fine. You are allowed to do that. Um, Ms. we are back to the top of the initiative order. You've got Zeroka 15 feet in front of you. You are able to squeeze by kind of more on the north side if, of him if you would like to. Um, you can kind of climb up on these rocks over here if you want to shoot anything past him. Or take one step north and you might be able to hit that uh, vine blight. All right. 
Uh, Miz then gets on top of the rock. I guess he'll climb on to the rock over here. And he's going to attack this uh, vine monster. The the blight in front of Zoroka. Yeah, the little quick blight. Yep. Speedy little fucker. <laughs> oh, that's Oof. a natural one. That's embarrassing. Oof. Um, you don't know what it is, but this twig blight is just built different. <laughs> As two, <laughs> two of you in a row have missed it, so this is not just one person. There is, there is perhaps something different about this twig blight, as it just suddenly limbos backwards, just like crack, 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 as it leans back and then whips its head back up and looks over at Miz. Anything else on your turn? That's it. That, does, a, does a blight just like kind of puff its chest up like a, just like, <laughs> like, a, like a cartoon character just gets a lot stronger? <laughs> yeah, as it kind of raises one hand, you're pretty sure it's giving you like the twig version of a middle finger. Like <laughs> <laughs> on, on, I, I don't like to punish players on a nat one, except maybe sometimes your pride. I I feel like your pride can get a little wounded. <laughs> I like that. I like that. As you are you are flipped off by this twig blight. Uh Kaylin. <laughs> Kaylin is just going to Really? Okay. Um I want you to miss. <laughs> I want a player to miss so bad. Right? <laughs> Kaylin is just going to like kind of like try like just kind of get close enough to get a, a half decent angle. Um uh, and she's going to Eldritch Blast from a distance, so she's still not in melee. I really, I really hope for the purposes of this, I don't miss either. Never, I've never rooted against a player until today. <laughs> <laughs> I would the like the record time. to show. I would only. like the record to show. I rolled a ten plus six is sixteen. <laughs> You are the first one to be able to hit this twig blight <laughs> as it tries to uh, leap over it and do like a cool little split midair. Uh, how much damage do you deal? Seven. Yeah. Uh, your Eldritch Blast goes slightly higher and you just explode it on contact. And now there are overconfident twigs all over the floor here as it is shattered into a thousand pieces. And you are left with just this bigger vine blight. And Kaylin is just going to uh, very, just very confusedly look at the two of them like, what the fuck was that? (laughs) (laughs) Really? Really? You know what? I'm, you know what? I'm not even... I'm going to let it go. Zeroka, good job. Teamwork. Um, the bigger one is coming. <laughs> yeah. And she's going to take a single step back. <laughs> I feel like I missed an opportunity to make this twig blight actually different. <laughs> um, all right. It is the vine blight's turn. And it is going to take another step forward, kind of getting right up in Zoroka's face. And what it is going to do is um, use its entangling plants. So, grasping roots and vines sprout in a 15-foot radius centered on the blight, withering away after one minute. For the duration, that area is difficult terrain for non-plant creatures. In addition, each creature of the blight's choice in that area when the plants appear must succeed on a DC-12 strength saving throw or become restrained. 
creature. Is it hitting me since I'm flying? Ooh, um, the it's fifteen feet radius, so that kind of seems like a. It could go up, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's like centered around it. Like I kind of imagine almost like shooting out from it, like its little vines dig into mm-hmm. the ground, shoot out all around it for a fifteen foot radius. So technically. All like everyone yeah. are within that range. So I need everyone to make a DC 12 strength saving check. Oof. No modifiers. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yes. Miz with the 14 passes. Zoroka with the natural 20 passes. I rolled an eight. <laughs> we both look over at Kaylin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the one that was just like, what is wrong with you is now the one with something wrong with her as she has become restrained in this. Like, she was looking at you, shrugging, and then suddenly all of these vines and entangling plants just reach up out of the ground and trap her. Um so and that is probably responds. At least I can actually hit something, though. <laughs> oh Zoroka, it is your turn. Yeah. So Zoroka then sighs, and he's he looks, and he's like, oh, "I've had enough of your talking." And he conjures up his. Uh, you guys start to see a shadow blade start to form in his uh, a main hand as he sheaths his uh, other offhand weapon that he had. I'm sorry, his main hand weapon previously, which was a short sword. And he conjures up a shadow blade and uh, for a bonus action. And now he's going to actually attack with the shadow blade, uh, this blight right here. Okay. And he attacks with the vanish because we are in dim light. You sure are. Yes. Wait, uh, nope. You're in bright light because of the lantern. The lantern right sheds bright light for 30 feet. Is it bright light? Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, bright light for 30 feet. And then I think <laughs> dim light for a radius beyond that. If I'm not mistaken, I am saying that as I look at his lantern. Uh, 30 foot radius and dim light for an additional 30 feet. So you are in bright light. Oh, no. Okay. Um, you so can, what is you can change if you if you want, because it, yep, it's no, hard it's to good. illuminate things perfectly on roll 20. No, that's that's fine. Uh, so what I'm, yeah, I'm, just, I'm still going to try to attack with it. Uh, so let's do it. Let's see if it hits. Oh, whoops, that's damage. Um, well, we'll keep that in there. But uh, let's see. Uh, it doesn't have a uh, uh, um, attack roll for the Shadow Blade on D20, but I'll just attack with the short sword. It's supposed to be your, uh, it's a plus six, basically. So. Okay. Yeah. It's 23. Right. Its AC Eek. is not that high, so you hit it. Um, five damage? For five damage. Um you hit it and you can see as you slice it a handful of the vines like you're able to cut through almost half of it and you see it's taking damage and a handful of those vines from its core from its body just kind of like peel off of it and flop to the floor nice um Um, i'm going to move if you would allow me to right here for to to somewhat flank it off and gain its attention you are in difficult terrain, yes, but that is within your half movement. So that okay. is not a problem. Um, and it kind of like creaks its head and turns it 
back to look at you and just like this hoarse whispery voice says you will die and Zoraka then looks pitiful creature Miz you know what to do it is Miz and uh I know it's rough terrain but that's enough from up god damn it um that's enough for me to move there uh, he's going to be flanking this uh, Vine Blight, so he'll talk attack with advantage. He's going to use a short sword of warning. No, I mean, that counts too. And uh, he's also going to use a sneak attack, which that did not go through. I mean, actually, does, is this enough uh, to kill her now? You should probably still attack twice, just in case you ever get a crit. Uh, six piercing, yeah. So six, that is just above what you needed as far as damage goes. Um, so you see, and you come in, as soon as it's done saying the word, die, you slice its head off, and it kind of goes, thunk, thunk. And the vines kind of writhe in place for just a moment and wiggle and seem to just be searching for its head. And then they all just begin to slowly fall to the floor. And the plants that had restrained Kaylin and were making this difficult to walk through also slowly begin to wither and drop from around you. And you are no longer in combat. Look back at Kaylin. Uh, looks back to Kaylin's like, you can move now. You're welcome. Zeroka does the same thing and says to her, "You should thank your Mister Stabby friend." I will always thank my Mister Sa- my Mister Stabby friend because Mister Stabby always has my back, and I appreciate him greatly. I'm so glad that the two of you could, you know, take out such a difficult creature. Um, for the record, when we tell this story later, that didn't happen. Okay, so. <laughs> I thought it was in this game. <laughs> <laughs> Zerka yeah. then looks back. Oh, God. And he, and he says, I think I see some of those mushrooms, I believe, in the far corner. Yeah, it looks like a whole bunch of weird ass mushrooms. And unfortunately, uh, the one most familiar with Direwood, who might be able to identify these, um, has stayed at the opening of the cave to watch your backs. Uh, but it's a bunch of weird looking mushrooms none of you have ever seen before. Not that any of you are uh, rangers or druids, but. Uh, if there's mushrooms, are there going to be snakes and badgers? You yes! see a little hole, and you're pretty sure, just barely glinting off of the lantern light, you think you might see just the flick of a forked tongue for just a moment. You don't see any badgers, but... <laughs> What's your next move? Uh, hmm. uh, is this? Is, did the smell of death get stronger as we came down this uh, pathway? No, and you see, this is just kind of like a a loop around with a bunch of mushrooms that have collected from the moisture in this corner. Um, but the smell of death has not gotten any stronger. It hasn't really lessened. It seems like the smell has kind of permeated through a lot of the cave. Um, but you're pretty sure it's coming from uh, back over into the north. Huh. Well, 
unless we want to go uh, digging up mushrooms, and uh, I have many vices, that is not one of them. Shall we go try the other side? And keep going? I concur. Let us move on. Mitch does nod an agreement. Okay. Um, as you all kind of head back over and go a little bit further north, um, as you start going up that little tunnel area, uh, you see curves around to the left, kind of keeping your line of sight pretty close. You definitely smell death. You don't hear anything immediately. Um, you're not sure if there's anything beyond, but, um, it definitely smells like death. Keep moving forward. I'm assuming. Very, very carefully, but yes. Okay. Uh, who's who's taking the lead here? Because all of your tokens are kind of not entering that tunnel yet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Everybody's staying back. Well, well I, I, Miz has to stay back because he can't really see without the lantern. Everyone else is dark vision. He doesn't. <laughs> that is fair. Um, as Kaylin takes the lead here, she kind of sees... Um, it branches off after this little turn, and you see just barely through this right turn that curves back north, um, there's another little cavern. Um, it looks small, but you see more of those weird mushrooms, and then down, um, what is your line of sight? You can kind of see and smell for sure death emanating from down and to your left. Um, and you can kind of see what looks like a disgusting little pool of water. Uh, I am worried for whatever is whatever is uh, stinking up the place, so to speak. So, um, to the this one, and she's going to do 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 do. Uh, you step in. And unfortunately, you find the source of what smells so bad. You see a disgusting-looking large puddle that looks like all the moisture has dripped from the accumulation of muck and moisture on the walls and kind of over time formed this little puddle of just gross on the ground. But the main source of the smell is the dead body, or really what's left of it, sticking half out of this puddle. And the mud and muck around it, you also see a handful of little claw prints that may or may not match what you've seen elsewhere. Um, Looks like they could very well be the claws that left marks on the fence back at McDonald's farm. Um, But now you see evidence that there's multiple little paw prints, claw prints, whatever you want to call them. Um, And they appear to have been going to and from this dead body over here. Just from at a glance, um, you know, you're like 20 feet away. You can see um, still has a little bit of armor on him, um, about the size of an adult male. Um, He has been picked mostly clean, like edible meat off of him. Some animal or animals have scavenged pretty much all the edible meat from him. Uh, Uh, It is a gross sight. Are you going to get any closer? Yes. Give me a second. Had to f- had to find a good shiny math rock. And she's going to inch around the pool. Ew, 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 ew. Oh, yeah. You just hear it like squelching under your 
boots, and it is just Why are nasty. You like this. Oh, the muck. Making yeah. it realistic. I don't know if you've ever trudged I'm... around like lakes and stuff much, but isn't nasty. No, because it's a body of water, and we don't trust those. Um, <laughs> I'm not afraid to swim. What are you talking about? Um, that's going to be a sixteen. Yeah. So upon closer inspection. It's difficult to tell how long this body has been here, but long enough to smell bad. Judging from the tusks coming up from the lower jaw, the little tusks, it's pretty easy to tell this was indeed a half-orc. The remains of his armor that have been... um, It's been torn and kind of unceremoniously chucked to the side. Um, You can tell he was probably some kind of adventurer, though... You notice a lack of belt that would hold any swords. Um, his, if he was an adventurer from the guild, probably uh, he would have his emblem on the belt. And you notice it is very much gone. Um, and you see one of, with a 16, you notice one of his belt loops has been completely torn off of his pants. So it looks like whatever these little claws are. Um, and also judging from a little bit of like a drag spot, like a little line in the muck, looks like somebody dragged away, uh, his belt and whatever was on it. Kaylin is going to point this out to our compatriots. I do believe we have found, uh, Haral, which is unfortunate, but we can now confirm that there is more than one, but I think... Less than five, maybe I don't know. I'm not the tracker, um, of uh, whatever it is, is that is causing this. Um, but whatever it it is that did this is probably more intelligent than we think, because his belt is gone, including the thing that would help us identify him. Mm. So, well, whatever it is, we should kill it. Before it does any more damage. Probably. So, I guess back out to the other side and uh, see if we can find whatever did this and avenge our fallen compatriot. I agree. Let us move on. All right. Stabbing, stabbing, stabbing. As you continue (laughs) to move forward, you're all now on the lookout for anything that looks like dead bushes and you absolutely see among these mushrooms and some of them in this little chamber much bigger and kind of stepping up and around from behind one of them is a different kind of blight than you have seen before this one seems to be covered in thorns um a little bit more humanoid than the twig blights but looks less probably intelligent than the vine blight that you saw but this guy is a spiky motherfucker is probably the best way to describe him Um, i think this is the one we fought outside isn't it we fought a needle one oh did you already fight one that sounds Mm -hmm. right (laughs) yes you did already fight a needle blight you're right i forgot i threw that at you um sorry abby we're paying attention (laughs) <laughs> how dare you pay attention to my campaign that i've worked for years on <laughs> uh yeah so you got two twig blights kind of up and on your right and then a needle blight uh, up and on your left uh Zeroka looks like he has taken the lead it's up to you what you want to do oh we're gonna stab it absolutely <laughs> stabby stabby boom boom <laughs> all right so uh 
Are we rolling initiative or are we just jumping in there? Uh, yeah, if you're already stabby stabbing, you can go and we can just kind of go in the oh, order yeah. that you are, your marching order, more or less, and then I'll have All the right. lights go at the end. Okay, so you're doing pr- pretty much what we did that for the first part, like in our campaign, right? Like, yeah, basically. Yeah. Okay, yeah, uh, absolutely. So uh, I'm going to jump in there and I'm going to uh, uh, try to hit this one right here. Uh, and I'm going to, I'm taking out both of my short swords. So I'm a dual wield in this particular uh, scenario. So. Hell yeah, double fist those yeah. babies. Let's do it. No, it's not. 19? Oh yeah, absolutely hits. That's eight points of damage for the first hit. And then he takes out his other one and tries to cut its limbs off. What a 13 hit. Uh, 13 does hit. Ooh, solid. And uh, that's going to be... Uh, what's it called? Oh, give me one second. It's a 1d6, so... Uh, I'm trying to see without it adding the modifier. Let me just uh, see what it is. So it's just a five. It's just a five without the modifier. Okay. And that is enough, fortunately for you. Um, as this shambling humanoid pile of thorns and needles starts moving towards you, uh, it barely steps over the giant mushroom that it was kind of standing behind before you just hack and slash it down like cut it through the middle and while it's trying to like figure out what's happening its head is off and it just kind of falls into three chunks all right all right so uh yeah i'm gonna move slightly over with the rest of my remaining speed uh and then uh, i call out the teammates pull out your blades more of these things all right kaylin you are kind of next right there by default because of the marching order Cool. Uh, Kaylin is going to. Uh, oh, there are more of these things. Neat. Um, she is going to. Uh, you know what? I haven't done this yet. Five, ten, fifteen. She's going to step over here, and melee range is going to attack it with the sword because it's a. It's Ooh. A <laughs> Mixing it up, going in with the sword attack. I'm here for it. What you got? Get you. Get you a girl who can do both. Um, Hell yeah. That is going to be 19. Absolutely. These are fucking twig blights. <laughs> and that's going to be, what is math? Nine points of damage, as I assume she just, with a flourish, just comes in and just cuts off his head. No fuss, no muss, just. Yeah, you now have a pile of twigs that would be very, very difficult to fish out from in between all of these large and weird-looking mushrooms. Uh, Anything else? Sometimes the stabby part is more fun than I would remember. (laughs) 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 Miz, come join me in the... uh, (laughs) Miz, come join me in the stabbing. Uh, I guess it's my turn now. Yep, absolutely. All right. Um, he's going to go up to the blight, last blight he sees. He's going to pull out one of his short swords and attack him. Short sword of warning. Oof. Big oofs. It was a 10 10 does not hit, unfortunately. Uh, as this twig blight kind of ducks around and one of these mushrooms that gets in the way it kind of blocks with it almost and you realize these are sturdy little mushrooms you weren't you weren't quite ready for it to dodge like that uh these are some speedy little <laughs> speedy little twigs anything else 
Uh, using my offhand, I'm gonna pull. I'm gonna use the other short sword in my hand to attack one more time. Yep, we got two people double fisting it. Yes, the fourteen. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Yeah. So without the modifier, still, yeah. Uh, that's a five. So it only has four HP. You knock this little fucker out. You kind of like slash at it, and this time there's no mushroom to save it. The end. Good job. You solved my mushroom puzzle. The answer was violence. <laughs> <laughs> it's always See, violence. Don't, don't say it like that. Not always, not always violence, but usually a lot of the time. A well, lot to Miz, it's always violence. The answer is okay. always violence. There will be actual puzzles. I promise. But uh, for now, violence is the answer for a lot of these situations. Um, yep, there's no more in this area. Just kind of like some of these mushrooms are a lot bigger in this spot. Um, <laughs> and you do know that as you're kind of moving away, the smell of death does seem to be lessening. And it does not seem like there are other corpses stinking up this cave that you can tell right now. Haral is the source of the death. But it does still smell pretty bad in here, uh, mixed with the acrid kind of scent of whatever this is hovering just above the ground. It's fog. Okay. Kaylin cool. moving forward. Um, yeah, so you can see kind of as you move forward, it splits into two and kind of to your left, it definitely looks like there is more cave up and to your right, it looks like it's another little loop-de-loop kind of thing, almost like uh, the map maker wanted the DM to put something there, but I, in fact, did not. <laughs> <laughs> that's, your, that's your way of saying we shouldn't bother going down that side. I'm saving you some time. Um, I did not want to put 5,000 twig blights in here. Um, <laughs> I, I, do you want me to put 5,000 twig blights in here? I can put twig blights in every nook and cranny if you want. I can do it right this moment. I, I got well, are we are we gonna are we gonna get individual points of experience for every one of their deaths or are we on this um, is milestone. milestone. Yeah let's this th- is we don't need murder you don't need to murder because uh with this campaign I need you to be at certain levels for certain missions so you're gonna level up faster than any other campaign you've ever played in regardless of how many KOs. So Unfortunately, if you avoid all combat, which I highly doubt you will, just knowing you all, um, you still end up leveling up. Because I need you to not die. Are you saying I'm violent? Are you you saying saying there's violent inherent in the system? (laughs) I'm saying my nickname for your group in my head is the Stab Brigade, and that's not really something that screams non-violent to me. Um... But yeah, so I'm assuming okay, you move fine. forward and to the left because there's literally nothing to the right. Okay, fine. So with the the keen senses of um of uh, believing in my metaphorical god, it's like, oh, there's no reason to go down this side. <laughs> you don't have to fight me on this. I swear, I'm not trying to. You know what? Move your token around there, and you'll see. There's nothing. You can you can move your token over there. Just I, I was taking your word for it. I was going to yeah. the left. 
you do see over here to kind of at the corner of this little junction, um, it looks like there is another cavern that was blocked off to not distract you because there was also nothing there. (laughs) 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 This map had some elements that I needed and the rest of it was just too much. Okay. So you see, I can appreciate this because it's like, cool. There's nothing there you need to worry about. Keep, keep, keep going. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. fine. I will never tell you something like this and be like, psych and have something pop out at you. Um, it will be obvious. We we call those war crimes. Um, (laughs) yes. Um, I've only done a few of those. You do see up ahead, uh, the incline of the floor kind of goes up a little bit to the left, and you see two more needle blights. Kaylin, you are in the lead. What is your plan here? Uh, I would never remove the opportunity for Miz to do a stabbing on something he's actually allowed to stab. <laughs> <laughs> so she's just gonna so Eldred what? Eldritch blast it. God, why are words hard? Um that's going to be a twelve. A twelve on the needle blight, exactly what you needed. Woo! On that first one of two. Away. Oh. <laughs> I'm about to go into my, my, my thing. It's like, oh I need a, a no, dummy, the the dice is right next to you because you just left it out. Uh, grand total of seven points of damage. The damage hits it, and you see like a whole bunch of thorns just kind of go flying off of its side, um, and it makes this weird shrieking, groaning, clicking sound. Um, but it's still alive. Anything cool. else? Miz, my friend, I left something for you to stab. <laughs> uh, Mr. Zeroka, who wants to charge ahead? Would you miss? Sure, I'll do it. Uh, Miz is going to charge up ahead and attack this one uh, with sneak attack since he's within five feet of that enemy, that other one. So, you know, Blight. You have to have an ally next to you. You have to have an ally, not an enemy. Ah, you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know I should have moved closer. My bad, dude. Oh, no, that's cool. <laughs> I'll pull out my short sword of warning. Yeah. Um. What was was the first one from the last round? So it was the fourteen and the twenty. Uh, it's a twenty and the eight. Twenty with uh eight damage. Yeah. Yep. Uh, that one just fucking annihilated. Um, you just go whoosh and stab, and it just falls apart. Uh, but there is one left, kind of. Uh, on its northwest corner. Anything else? Um, Miz is thinking Sharon is Karen, so he's going to back off and let Zoroka <laughs> have the last one. Aww! Teamwork makes the dream work! Alright, Zoroka! You mean Sorry, because I'm a sigh. <laughs> Go up. I'm here for it! <laughs> and I say, like, Zoroka looks up and he goes up to the next blight and he says, well, you could have at least stood next to it for advantage on the next attack. <laughs> Didn't want to make it easy for you. I want to give you a challenge. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. And he tries to stab it with two short swords. <laughs> All right. Give me All some right, rolls. so let's see. 16 hits. First one, seven, seven points damage. of damage. And yep. the next one. 
17 hits. Uh, for two points of damage. For two points of damage. Unfortunately, it is still up. Uh, so then Zoroka looks, and uh, since he has mobile, he looks at Miz and says, How about you take care of this one? <laughs> <laughs> so, so quick thing. Um, I'm reading Sneak Attack, and it says that if another enemy of the target is within five feet. Oh, which is the That's enemy ship. of a target. Yeah, <laughs> enemy target. yeah no, never mind. No. Never mind. Two, mind. two blights are kind of bros over there, unfortunately. <laughs> never mind. Throwing never mind. Up. I'm just, it's just a long night. I'm just bad reading. <laughs> They're cut <laughs> from the same vine. <laughs> uh, yeah, Miz, do you want to finish off this last one? Tell me how you finish it. You're right there. Or why not? <laughs> uh, I'm going to just step on the pile of broken needle blight bones. <laughs> and uh, Miz is going to pull out his uh, short sword of warning and attack. Bam. Yeah. With 21 and then another 7 piercing damage, this thing also it makes one last little clicking hissing sound and it shatters. And as it shatters, make a perception check, everyone, please. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Natural 20? So 20. Dang! We got a dirty dirty 20. 20. Come on, Miz. I got a 10. Oof. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, Zoroka and Kaylin, um, you hear from deeper within um, what sounds like little claws almost skittering on stone. And it's hard to tell how many of them, Kaylin. You're pretty sure there's more than two claws, like little sets. Um, it's pretty distant, pretty quiet down much farther in this tunnel that kind of branches off to the right of where Miz is standing. But you both know that there's definitely something there. Um, unfortunately, some of the twig, the needle blights, um, their bodies are kind of shifting around Miz and you don't quite hear what is, uh, catching their attention. But Zeroka and Kaylin, you both heard something is alive back there and it doesn't sound quite like the blights. Uh, Zoroka then turns to Kaylin and he's like, do you hear that? Yes. I think I couldn't count how many. Could you? No. I don't like the sound of that. Neither do I. So, uh, Mr. Stabby and she'll pat him on the shoulder as she passes by. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I'm just looking around like, what? What'd you guys hear? Claws. Hmm. We're probably coming up to uh, whatever it is that uh, helped our compatriot remove himself from the mortal coil. So, let us go say hello. Zoroka then looks and he's like, I agree. Let's end this quickly. And uh, he's actually right now going to draw out his uh, his blade of um, shadow blade. Okay. Yeah, you keep going deeper and deeper into this uh, tunnel. Um, Crazy. You don't really see too much um, as you are proceeding along. Um, you get a little bit deeper, though, and you hear a faint whooshing sound. Um, Zoroka's kind of taken the lead on this, so he hears it first, and it's beginning to get louder. 
especially as you get closer to this kind of corner that you can't see much around over here. Um, and you two begin to hear it, but Zeroka is probably the first one to hear and then also see it looks like there is another... Um, well, you hear that it is a waterfall, but you don't quite see it yet, but you kind of see a little bit of water further down. And you also see two more vine blights. Um, this cavern kind of opens up into almost an eight-type shape. Um, and then there is, on the bottom right, um, you see a bunch of rocks kind of... They would be difficult for you to climb, maybe, that go pretty high. Zoroka, you are able to fly. But for just a moment, you think you see movement at the very top as you hear additional claws skittering. Mm. But you also see these two vine... Uh, or did I put three? You were talking shit. I put three down there. Two. There's three vine blights down there. Um, and they all, at the same time, turn as you get within their line of sight and start to slowly shamble towards you. And you hear one of them... Um, un like, you're able to hear it. I don't think everyone else hears it yet, but it just hoarsely whispers, Protect! What do you do? You've got three vine blights shambling towards you. Zerka then quickly looks back. Get ready for some more stabbing. And they keep <laughs> uttering some type of, I don't understand the metal. Let's put them out of their misery. And uh, Zeroka's going to start rushing in. Uh, so are we going to do uh, initiative? Yep, absolutely. We're going to do regular All old right. initiative for this because I'm throwing three vine blights at my shit talkers. Excuse me, don't put me in this. Uh, let's see here. I just so happen to be here, okay? I am in the class. I was not the troublemaker. I my head was down. <laughs> I, I was doing my work. I didn't I didn't talk smack. I should not be punished for this. You know what? It's too late. It's too late. I did it. I added them. Okay, we got 17 for Kaylin, 8 for Zeroka, 27 for Miz. Oh boy. Oh boy, oh boy. And then we've got a whopping 6 for my little blighty boys down here. Um, I'm going to give them different colors to differentiate them. So down and to the left, we've got red. Just to the right of him, we got a blue, and just one back and to the right, we've got a green. Um, Miz, with that 27U, while you're at the back of the pack right now, uh, you've got the highest initiative. So, what you got? <clears throat> Miz cannot see the enemies yet, so we'll just start moving Absolutely the not. <laughs> next, next to uh, Soroka. And uh, how much feet did I just move? Was that uh, 15 feet? Okay. Um, he is going to go after the Neo Blight that is blue. The blue dot. Okay, that middle and one. He, yep. And he is going to pull out his short board. Uh, short board. Uh, uh, short bow and attack him. All right. There's an 11 hit. On my vine blights? No. All right. Uh, um, blue boy, it just kind of goes through a gap. And it's vines that kind of go shroop, shroop. Uh, He's going to back up one, one uh, five feet back and in his turn. All right. Kaylin. 
I don't know whether or not to be very impressed at that shot or very saddened. <laughs> um, and <laughs> he's going to um, actually, you know what? Just uh, just to make it fun, get a headache, get a headache, get a headache, get a headache. <laughs> he's going to cast Mind Sliver again. All right. On uh, and he's going to attack. Mm-hmm. Red happens All right. first. Red can get fucked up first. Is that a save? Yes, for intelligence 14. Uh, not great. That's a 10. Uh, fantastic. <laughs> All right. Uh, grand total of... Okay, six points. <laughs> it's a rune dice, so the six is a rune. I was like, wait a minute, what is that? Yeah, so six points of damage um, and has a negative d4 to if a saving throw happens within before my next turn. All righty. I set, um, I set him up. Y'all knock him down. Zeroka, what you doing in knock All him right. down? Uh, Zeroka is literally going to move up to the one that attacked, uh, Kaelin attacked, and he is going to attack once with his uh, short sword and then the next with a shadow blade. So let's see if the short sword hits. 25 absolutely hits. Nine points of damage. Is it nine points on this boy? Is that enough to kill it? No. <laughs> okay, awesome. Ah. These are the big vine boys. Um, and it just looks you in the eye with its just hollow they don't even look really like eyes, but it is it seems to be focusing on you and it just says ow <laughs> <laughs> Oh god. Uh so after he does that, um he is going to uh Actually, activate. Uh, uh, should he activate Blade Song? Gotta just try to kill this thing. Um, he's actually gonna attack with a Shadow Blade and try to try to kill this thing really quick. See what he can do. So let's see. Does a twelve hit? Twelve just hits. Ooh, nice. Uh, so let's see. That'll be ten points of damage. All right. Uh, let me see. Um, you. Yeah, with the shadow blade. So you see a whole bunch of vines start falling from him. And one of his arms looks completely gone. And more of the vines start looking like they're going to start sloughing off. But it has just enough life left at him to stay upright. Ooh. All right. So I'm going to move. It is almost uh, dead. <laughs> all right. So I think um, I'm going to do for my next section. Uh, I got. Let me see. So I moved right next to Miz. So it was 25 feet to move up. And I have 15 feet left. Um, so I'm going to move back a little bit. Uh, uh, you're going to right get an attack of opportunity from Blue. I have mobile. I have mobile. Um, that is against creatures that you have made a melee attack against. Oh, that's right. Oh, I forgot about this guy right here. Yeah. Uh, Bluey. Good old Bluey. Good old Bluey. Bluey <laughs> Um. <laughs> How high is this uh this cave? Uh the oh, ceiling it does go up about twenty feet, but you were close enough okay. to attack red, so, okay. so you were close enough to get attacked by yep. blue. Um you also haven't really tested their range. I have not. All right, yeah, I'm just gonna prepare I'm just gonna actually just sit here and just wait and see what happens. Okay. Fuck around, find out. Uh that's exactly what happens as Bluey um now that it is their turn 
activates its entangling plants. So I do need you to make that DC 12 strength saving throw as it kind of like smacks the ground and a whole bunch of plants shoot out from it. Ooh, Ooh. 10. That's a 10. You weren't quite quick enough and strong enough to break free and one of the plants wraps around one ankle and then the other and is not letting go. Um, and the red one that you had been attacking looks towards you and just says, ow! And it is going <laughs> to, <laughs> once again, um, I don't think an 11 hits you, though, as it kind of flings more vines <laughs> at you. Yeah, nope, nope, nope. Yeah, it's little one arm just flings some vines and they just kind of... <laughs> You just shift a little bit <laughs> out of the way. Um, start looking and like, you're going to have to try uh, better than that, twig boy. Well, if he's re- if he's restrained, you have advantage on him. Yes, that is correct. This is true. Look at you. Well, that's an eight, so it didn't matter. Um, <laughs> red boy is not doing great. Uh, green boy is going to take a step back, so he's kind of now diagonally back from red. Um, and unfortunately, now you do get to test the range on their vines. It is, in fact, more than five feet as it tries to hit you with its constrict attack. Um, even before advantage, that was a 19. Uh, um, I'm going to show up shield. So now I have ooh. 21 AC. Okay. Well, it had a 19 and a 12 with advantage, so you are not hit as this kind of, like, bounces off of this magical shield, Um, and it looks very confused, like it has never seen anything like this, and it just says, protect. And Zoroka looks at it. Protect. Don't push your luck. Um, They look at you, and they just look kind of Almost confused if plants could be confused. But it's now Mrs. turn. Fair, you said 15 feet is the range of that uh, vine attack, that test difficult terrain? It sure is. Um, let me see if I can draw Just. a lovely little circle. Wait, Abby, you, you, you attacked with the blue one as well? Uh, the blue one did the entangling vines. Ah, me, that's right. That's right. Okay. Gotcha. Let me make rough here. Something like this. Okay. Uh, let me see. I'm just going to have 30. Ooh. Uh, so, 10, 20, 30. Ooh. Um, uh, uh, Miz is going to move up to right here, and he is going to pull out his short bow and attack Louie. Oh, that was not supposed to be there. Oh, wait, actually, it is. Oh, no, uh, yeah. it's not. No, it's not. Is it? The the sneak attack? Yeah. Okay. Well, wait, hold on. Is it if he is incapacitated? That enemy... Am I incapacitated? You are not incapacitated. Oh, restrained. Yeah. Restrained doesn't count. So you... They were... I mean, what it is is they're focusing on someone besides you, and that's why it's a sneaky attack. So, yeah, you get that sneak attack so that is 15 damage against uh bluey who is being kind of a bastard if we're being honest yes he is <laughs> so yeah uh you hit him for 15 damage as this arrow just pierces through its chest not 
you, you kind of were shooting for the heart and you realize as it kind of pierces that area, it's it's a bunch of plants. Um, you're not sure it actually has organs. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, solid hit, though. Miz is then going to move here, move back a little bit and end his turn. All right, Kaylin, what you got? Um, Kaylin is going to. Oh wait, that's rough terrain. Mm-hmm. Damn it. Uh, so she is going to get as close as she can, which is not that tool. Five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five. Cool. That's as far as she can get, um, because yep. difficult terrain and stuff. Huzzah. So, uh, and you're still go. Uh, Bluey's a little shit, but has Blue Blue already been attacked? This. Uh. Yep. Miss cool. hit him for fifteen. Uh, she is going to continue the train. Um, oh, not like that. Um, and <laughs> hit him with Eldritch Blast. <laughs> not sure why you needed to get that close to fire off an Eldritch Blast, but okay. <laughs> well, no, because uh, I'm going to pull. She's going to use start using the sword after this, but she wanted to get close enough to actually do that. Um, okay. That is nineteen. Nineteen hits. And we're going to add. Six points of damage. Six points of damage. Uh, Bluey the bastard is still up, but he is looking worse for the wear here. Girl, um, why? Someone talked shit. Blame them, not me. Shit. Don't get mad at me. Oh, <laughs> they have a lot I of HP. I... Oh, I forgot I can do all of this stuff. <laughs> or did you just now look at your character sheet again? Yep. <laughs> no, uh, because uh, amongst other things, I have a teleport uh, up to 30 feet, which would have gotten me in melee range. <laughs> and I have hex. But, um, and we, so, bonus action, we're gonna use hex! <laughs> <laughs> cool. Um, okay. So, until um, it ends. Bluey or I, a green guy that hasn't really taken any damage yet? We're going to do it on Green Guy, who hasn't done any damage yet, so that way, you know, I can have fun with it later. Um, so, whoops. Um, this is my he first is, time actually getting to be a auto warlock. It's right? No, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's just something that hits him, and then if I hit him with an attack, he takes extra damage. Alrighty, he has been hexed. I've put a symbol on him. Hexed, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I'm. If I ever beat any of you, I'm going to stab you. <laughs> that sign was horrible. Um. All right. Uh, Zoroka. All right. Um. So I am still restrained. Uh. So for my first action, I'm gonna um try to break out. Let's do a strength. Mm-hmm. And I am still restrained. Um. For my bonus restrained. action, I'm gonna activate. Uh. Let's see. Should I? Yes. Um, <laughs> I th- I think I'm good for now. I'm I'm not going to activate Blade Song uh for my bonus action. Um, I'll still try to hold on and because I still got some temp HP just in case I do get hit. So yep, uh, I'm just going to end my action. That's it. Okay. Alrighty. Uh, it is the Blight's turn. Um. The red guy still got his eyes on Zeroka. Gonna try again to hit him. 
Um, does a 22 hit? Uh, a 22 does 22. hit. So, uh, you are now constricted. Um, you take six bludgeoning damage. Um, and you are now double grappled. <laughs> okay. Uh, right. The so, good uh, news is its entire hand is now full, so it can't really grapple anyone or anything else. All right. Um, this one all is... my temp HP. <laughs> yep. I forgot you'd be just totally fucking fine. It's, it's okay. <laughs> Bluey is going to step forward just a little bit. And uh, no, actually, he doesn't need to. He does not step forward because he's going to whip out some vines at Kaylin from where he is with his I mean, more than five foot range and does an 18 hit. It will. Why do you do these things to me when you know I'm going to make a smart comment? Because <laughs> um, you got within its range <laughs> cool um blame the dm why dm why <laughs> you've played for me before you know how i am uh you also uh-huh. take 10 bludgeoning damage um and you are restrained damn what and kind of that <laughs> okay well I'm n- using number one the auto roller Number one, um, I rolled a natural 20 for my concentration check, so I don't don't drop Hex. However, I am going to now cast Hellish Rebuke as a fuck you, buddy. (laughs) Do it! Because all I have to do is point a finger, and it's just like, meh. Um, So, (laughs) yep, uh, make a deck saving throw. Oh, boy. Uh, 14. I can screenshot it from the roller if you want, but that's a natural 20. Uh, for, a fu- it's, for a 19. Say, it's, for oh a 19. Uh, they're it's not fine. Very it's fine. It still, it still takes uh, half damage, uh, even on a successful save. So. All right. What's that half damage? Uh, it's going to be six points of damage. You only needed five to kill it. <laughs> so... <laughs> It goes down, um, and the entangling plants around it also go down. Um, the one that you have hexed does take another step forward, and it is going to activate its entangling plants because it is also a fucking bastard. Oh, bitch! Uh, <laughs> so that circle comes right back. Can I just hit control Z? There we go. <laughs> Circle comes right back, centered around it instead. Uh, so I need both of you to make me another DC ten. I believe I automatically 12. I automatically fail because since yep. I'm restricted, you are <laughs> double restricted. You just you you were beginning to like things. lose sight of the lower half of Zeroka. Like you cannot tell where his feet are among the plants. Is this a strength um, saving throw or a dex saving yeah, throw? DC 12 strength save. Okay. As these plants just shoot up oh, from the ground so fast. It's not a check? Really... It is a saving throw. Cool. 13. I literally running? just I mean, made it. Just I've been made like, it. I literally have been uh, using... Well, it doesn't matter. That would be an 11 anyway, so you need a 12, yeah. right? Yeah. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, the good news is that kind of just keeps you there. It doesn't actually deal any damage. Um, Miz, it's your turn. Miz with his short bow, he's just kind of looking as everyone's being restrained. He's like, well, sucks I'm to like, be them. Oh. And uh, <laughs> he's gonna 
just kind of not move, stay put, and attack the uh, greenie over here. The green plate. If it's short enough. Big green. Take him down. Ooh. Yep. Well, no sneak attack. Just ignore that because yep. there's no one next one. Yeah. Yep. You got 22 hits for that six piercing damage, and Big Green takes his first hit. Um, and you also hear him as it kind of like plunks into his chest. Ow! Miz just keeps starts whistling and then kind of puts his bow down just ends his turn. Kaylin, what you got for me? <laughs> My time has come. So, Kaylin is going to walk forward, get into this thing's face, and proceed with the stabbing. <laughs> you could say it's time for some weed whacking. I quit. I quit. I That's quit. the face I was looking for. It gives me life. Let's go. Come on. Uh, this, give me some, is, give me some it is the only reason I turned my camera roll. on. It is the only reason I turned my camera no, on. No, I appreciate it. it. I appreciate it. I've Ooh. been looking forward to it. We didn't get to play Ooh. last week, so I'm like, I didn't get to see Kia's face when I when I hit the puns. Uh huh. So that's going to be math is hard. Twenty three. That that hits. Yep. Um. Let's see. So that's an extra d six if I can find one. Cool. What is my? There we go. Math is hard. All right. That is going to be. 15 points of damage. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Big Green just looks at you and it just says, Ow! <laughs> That's all it says. <laughs> um, anything else on your turn? Nope, that's all she's got. She's Zeruka, gonna be what here you got? In its face. I think I can do it. Particular case. I mean, you're restrained, but you can still technically attack and stuff. Mm-hmm. I thought you. Oh, it just question. means your speed is. It just means your speed. Oh is wait, zero. is it at disadvantage? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you're all disadvantaged when you're restrained. Yeah, you're just restrained. Mm-hmm. Disadvantage, I believe. That's it. Yep. Um. Let's see. Yeah, fuck this guy. I'm gonna like cast magic missile on him. <laughs> this one right here. <laughs> Big red. Yeah, and I am, uh, I'm a little, no, nah, I'm just going to cast Magic Missile. Yeah, you've got, right, so. he's got one HP left, yeah, spoiler so, alert. Yeah, I just literally, <laughs> yeah, I hit him for, uh, nine points of damage. Oh, yeah, right. he had one HP left. <laughs> um, yep. Well, technically so, you have okay. three bolts of Magic Missile. Can you, like, carry over the other ones to different I targets? could, but that's a little metagaming because I didn't know he had, you know, one HP well, left. Well, I mean, he... <laughs> starts to disintegrate as you reach yeah. back and throw the first one and as you're pulling <laughs> back the second one you're seeing all of the vines kind of just peel downward right. like a <laughs> banana peel from around him alright like, so yeah I'm going to use the rest of the other ones to attack this guy for 6 points of damage 6 points of damage uh, you only needed 5 to kill this vine blight Solid. over here as he goes down um, as he goes down, you hear from up top these 
as the all of the vines and the plants and everything that had sprouted up, and the last few of these vines from these vine blights just kind of wither and plop to the ground, um, not revealing any kind of core or anything on the inside, makes you wonder what exactly was animating or powering these blights. Um, you hear just a little bit more skittering, and from the faint glint, uh, you see just a little reflection of something, just for a moment, at the top of the rocks, and it looks like the lantern light, just the very edge of it, caught the reflection of an eye up there before it moved away out of your sight. What would you like uh, to do? Kaylin is going to make a very educated guess and say in uh, Draconic, we are not, mm, we are not here to hurt you, little ones. Zeroka turns around. What is she saying? Um, I'm going to say Draconic is kind of a gimme for everyone in the realms because oh, it would. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to say it's a gimme language because everyone would be taught it because this was a world created by and for dragons and it would have been in the education system and pretty much everyone would speak it alongside common. Okay. Um, oh. Yeah. Um, he then Zeroka actually looks at Kaylin and he says, I think the those things, they were talking to me, and I think they wanted to protect something. It sounded like it was trying to mutter, protect. Hence why I'm making an educated guess. If we were uh, actually here for a theoretical dragon sighting, and we keep hearing, hearing the little pitter-patter of claws, um, I'm just making an educated guess. Is it? And she's she'll uh, just <laughs> not realizing that she's been speaking draconic the entire time. She's just gonna poke her head back up, <laughs> look up. Can you come down? We are not trying to harm you. And as she oh. says that, she'll dismiss uh, her sword. And once she's doing that, Zoroka is gonna actually like fly up a little bit. Can he see it? Um, what you do see at the top is a c- tiny little offshoot. This little bitty tunnel, um, kind of near the very top of this stack of rocks, uh, where it kind of goes up almost into pillars in a way. And you see in this little passage, the size of maybe a small dog door, um, the tip of a very dark, almost lizard-like tail, as whatever it's attached to goes up and into this tunnel. And that's where we're going to end this part of the session. Hey guys, back with those speed pizzas. Oh man. Um, actually, I think I'm going to start with everyone doing a perception check, please. Oof. Fifteen. Uh, so we got a twelve for Ms. Fifteen for Kaylin. Seventeen for Zoroka. Um. Zoroka is up higher because uh, he is still using his uh, flying boots. He hears it first. Um, that faint skittering sound, as you're kind of looking up, you hear it from more than one source now. Like the waterfall that is kind of down a little bit further from you. Um, it's it's not the loudest waterfall, but it is disguising a lot of sound in here. And you're now realizing there's a lot of little gaps in the ceiling that would be perfect for small creatures to zip through were they able to climb and or fly. Um, A lot of little escape 
places. And now you are hearing, um, and then I think Kaylin begins to notice um, skittering sounds through the ceiling. Do they sound like like they're coming at us? No, um, it's kind of like a little bit of a skitter skitter. Assess where it or they are. Um, and then a little bit more. And it sounds like they're, if it, you hear enough that you're not sure if it's more than one, you're pretty sure it's more than one. You're not sure how interconnected all of the little tunnels are, but, um, at least one creature. But, uh, so Zoroka looks, oh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, yeah, but I mean, nothing is flying at you. There's no rocks falling, um, anything like that so far. Uh, Zaroka then looks at Kaylin and uh, Miz, and he's like, Damn it, where is that Xander? We need his little squirrel familiar. Oh, he's mm. the one who does have it. <laughs> do you hear that? Miz, mm-hmm. Kaylin, any we suggestions? Do. Um, be not threatening. Ooh, hold on, sorry. Be not threatening. That's kind of hard for me. I uh, I don't I, take well to not being threatening. But. I I I I know this is this is something that is is going to be a learning experience for you, but um, let's hope uh, so. Unfortunately, woo, switch the accents. Uh, unfortunately, I cannot help you from down here. So, um, you can ah wait, creatures, animals, food. Give it, bribe it with food, like. Leave, you know, like leave some food out and see if it'll come to you. Uh, Zoroka looks and he's like, you know, I, I could carry you. <laughs> she looks up at him. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and he's Look like, faces. I, I won't drop you. Trust me. And he, and he starts smirking check. a bit. <laughs> <laughs> and he starts, he starts smirking. <laughs> uh, uh, uh-huh. And she goes... <clears throat> Believe me, when my feet leave the ground, it is not the man who is doing it. So no. <laughs> but no, just bribe it with food. Understood. Like put some put some food out. Do you have any Even, food? I don't have any rations on me. How do you not have and so everyone she, everyone like, should have rations. She she well, she she has uh, the remnants of what was a home cooked meal. Um and it's got a little bit of uh, actual like proper good jerky in it. And she just like kind of holds it out to him like Try this. Funny enough, uh, when you choose the wizard, like they don't have a pack of rations. Actually, like they have a book and an egg pen, a bag of sand, a parchment, and a small knife. <laughs> the wizards so, I mean, don't need to eat; they just need. They're just reading. They're just reading. Oh my God. That's hilarious. <laughs> so, uh, so is been, food. He kind of looks down. He's still smirking at uh, Kaylin as he, uh, you know, still thinking about what he said earlier. And he's like, he looks, and he's like. <laughs> Fine, I'll, I'll take it. Uh, I'd rather you do it, but uh, sure, give that to me. And he, he takes it. You have to learn flies you have to be nice to people eventually. And he's like, <laughs> yes, yes. Anyways. And he puts down the, uh, the little small piece of food on, you know, right where the little hole is. And he flies back a bit, you know, just to sort of gauge the situation. So, you know, he doesn't look menacing as the thing does try to come out and grab it. And he crosses uh, his arms going, and he waits. Kyle is going to shout up uh, in Draconic. We have food if you like. He's not going to try to grab you yet. <laughs> that does oh. not help. Make a persuasion check. 
I'm gonna say with disadvantage because Zoroka drew in is Zoroka. Oh, that was wild. Wow. You no, said fine, yet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you said persuasion check with disadvantage. Uh, Kaylin needs to make it because she was the one that said that. Uh huh. Um, I forgot. I actually. So I usually don't take high charisma characters for reasons and stuff because I'm not charismatic at all. Um, but your boy, I forgot. I actually cool. Uh, so I rolled a twelve and a thirteen, and so uh, plus six, so that is eighteen. The skittering, like the claws on stone. Um, before it was kind of echoing around and it was hard to pinpoint exactly where it was, but now you hear them um, concentrated at the spot where you saw the tip of a tail disappearing. And now uh, you hear hushed whispers between two different little voices and you catch just just little snippets, just little echoes uh, over the whooshing of this waterfall. Um, and they sound like young voices. Um, and you hear one sounds more like a male, one sounds more like a female, both very young and draconic, saying um, the male su- you, you catch him saying something, something tricks. And the female voice says something else, and then, hungry. But they've not emerged yet. But you can tell they are pretty close. I will not let him grab you, I promise. And um, she's going to uh, take, like, the pack of what the the food was in and, like, toss Zoroka, heads up, and toss him the bag. And it's like, no, just put more of it down for them, please. Zoroka gives out a loud sigh and he uh, he catches the bag in the air. <sighs> Fine. And he flies over and puts a whole bag down and flies back once again with his arms this, crossed. This is what you get for being too good for the ground. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Delivery I'm boy. Too sexy for the ground. Too sexy for the ground. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's he's Hermes no, the now, just delivering stuff. <laughs> oh no! I just I I imagine the one of the villain dudes from Avengers, uh, the one that's just floating everywhere. That's how I imagine him because he was also a wizard. He's just floating menacingly everywhere. Um, Zeroka, you kind of I, I'm imagining you are keeping your eye on oh, the yeah. tunnel. Um, as you gently set down this food, you definitely saw in the darkness the reflection of two little sets of eyes watching you. Um, and you hear more hushed whispers and then very slowly out of the darkness, out of this tiny little hole, Zoroka's the only one to see it because he's the only one high up. Just this little bitty dark green draconic head pokes out. And how far from the tunnel entrance did you put the food? Like, did you give it a few feet? Did you put it right up against it? Uh, right. Uh, not right up against it, like a little bit out. It's like, like three feet. Five okay. feet from it. Yeah. 
Um, you see this head look back and the female voice say, I don't care. Hungry. Um, and you see what looks like a little, very young, uh, baby green dragon limp out of this tunnel with her right wing kind of dragging on the ground next to her. Very obviously broken. She looks very thin. You can make out almost all of her ribs from underneath her dark scales. And she quickly limps over and snags the bigger of the packages. And you see the other head. Um, Well, not her other head, but another little draconic head, slightly bigger, also a little bit like on the skinny side, you can tell, um, poke out and just hiss at Zoroka, like warning him he better stay back as she is trying to grab that food. What do you do? Zoroka then looks and he starts speaking in draconic. And uh, he does say, uh, well, first, he actually point looks at his teammates and uh, he says, Looks like we do have some interesting friends among us. And he looks over at the the dragons and he says, Well, are you going to just stand there and hiss at me? Um, The boy dragon kind of steps out a little bit further and offers you, oh, that's the wrong token, another hiss as the little girl dragon that kind of grabs the food and starts limping back into it, uh, kind of looking at you. She doesn't hiss. Um, you can see as she kind of turns and goes, there's a few more um, partially healed wounds on her back. Um, and as the boy completely emerges, kind of protecting her backside as she retreats into this tunnel with the food, uh, well, the, she grabs the main package, and now he's kind of reaching out cautiously taking the jerky that was placed there first um and he hisses again at you and kind of flares his little wings and you can tell one of them isn't quite raising as high as the other um you can see he is also very thin um very dark looking very they just both don't look very healthy um they look like they've recently been advised Kayla's gonna 100% Zoroka, why do I have a feeling you are not being very diplomatic? <laughs> and she just being uh, diplomatic <laughs> with these things? Are you serious? Oh my god. Oh, my pride. Nope, nope, nope. And she just kind of raises her hands out in the table. Please come lift me so that way I may talk to these things. <laughs> talk to our new friends. Um, and he, and he, and be- <laughs> he looks and he's like, about time. I've been waiting for you to say that. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. and, he, and he just, she flies over and he grabs her with one hand and he lifts her up uh, using all the strength that he has. And he just simply flies her over and uh, he doesn't drop her down very nicely. Kind of just like, let's go immediately from, from like six feet. Are you dropping her on this top ledge? There's kind of three ridges. One Uh, is low enough. uh, So you could probably drop her on the second one that is about 10 feet up. And then it's another five feet up to the ridge where the dragons are. So she would be able to just see over 
uh, that top ridge, but it wouldn't be a fatal fall if she fell backwards off of it. Or, I mean, if you're trying to put her in the face of this dragon. I should just lift her up. Uh, since I do have, like, uh, my, 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 my boots last for four hours. So, um, just using my strength, uh, how much do I, how much can I, can I, can I actually, like, just hold her? <laughs> Let me see if I can just yeah, I think hold you her while could. flying. What is your strength? Uh, my strength is a 12. So it's stronger than a normal, you know, normal average person, but yeah, uh, uh, I'm I'm imagining Kaylin. Uh, you said she was like average no, size, right. right? Yeah, and I only yeah, have no, twenty. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say I should be able to. I only have thirty. I'm only have like thirty pounds on me of uh, yeah. equipment. Yeah, and everyone has haversack, so you probably have less than that technically. So. Yeah, uh, yeah so, you're, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna say you can just hold her if you want. <laughs> yeah, so he just like simply holds her, picks her up, and he's like, "How? How are you holding her? Let me <laughs> let me get a good. <laughs> oh, I would no. like a oh, uh, no. word picture. Oh, I need no. a word picture here, please. Oh you. my god! How uh. dignified is this holding of your warlock? <laughs> Not very. I can feel it. <laughs> God, uh, I'm holding her by her collar, her back collar, uh, and I'm. Uh, oh God, I don't want to do this. Are you? Are um, you? Are you able to like? I'm, I'm just trying to like imagine. <laughs> oh God! As much as I don't like it, Zoroka's <laughs> actually going to take his other hand and put it underneath her leg. She's being carried. So it's, so it's, a, it's a wedding. It's a wedding handle. Uh, yeah, a, yeah, I, I, I was just gonna say it. <sighs> Don't tell anyone about this, Caitlin. <laughs> trust me. Ooh, trust me. I'm not going to tell anyone either. This is just. And he kind of looks at Miz. He looks at Miz. Miz isn't paying shit. attention. <laughs> Miz just starts like smirking and kind of like laughing. There's breath. <laughs> oh god! And he looks and he's like, Zoroka looks and he like looks at the dragons, and he and he looks back at Kaylin. Do your thing, please. <laughs> and um, cool. That reminds me. Um, do we have some way of contacting the guild? <laughs> Absolutely. Everyone, every party or individual, if you go out individually, has a sending stone that puts you right through to Henga, your lovely receptionist um, at Guild HQ. Cool. First and foremost, she's going to say to the two tiny dragons, I apologize for my friend. He has not been able to hit a lot of things on our way here, and he's very grumpy about it. <laughs> Yes. Yes, he is. She doesn't care. Um, and she's just like, Henga, my lovely, it is Kaylin. Um we have a bit of a we need backup. Uh the thing we, we have found live ones and it's like a thing. The the farmer wasn't wrong. <laughs> Um, I don't know how I'm supposed to say this. So by this point, the little girl dragon has completely withdrawn, and 
the boy dragon now kind of is curious because like you can tell he hasn't been around people much um he's still like it's a very low hissy kind of growl like an unhappy cat almost um under his breath but he it is also kind of like a as he starts like chewing on some of the jerky <laughs> but he's wanting to keep an eye on you um and there is a there is a good long pause before you receive anything back from Henga. Um, and Henga's like, um, okay, I can see what, are you sure? There's two. Uh, they both need healing. And as she says that, she's also going to uh, grab the potion uh, of healing and just kind of like uncork it and place it down. And just saying draconic to the the boy one. Um, I don't know if this will work for you, the two of you, but this is a, a item of healing. Um, I don't know if she should drink it or if it should be poured over her wounds. Unfortunately, I am not. Uh, and she's saying this into the sending stone, so it's like, <laughs> yes, bitch, yes. I'm not used to taking care of uh, beings such as yourselves, uh, but that should at least. That might be able to fix the wing. And she just... Yes, Hector. I am very certain. There are two of them. I am suffering so many indignities right now. (laughs) 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 God. So many indignities. Uh, There's a pause and Henga says, Two. How big? That's a problem. That's a... Yep. That's going to be a problem, because you sound serious. Henga. Darling. She who makes me happiest, because she gives me work. I would not lie about this. This is a little... No, this, this is a little too specific for a funny, funny prank. Yes, yes. I, am, I am very serious. Uh, how, like, how, like, one of them's, like, the size of a dog, one's the size of a horse, or... No, they are both the size of uh, medium to small dogs. Like the bigger one, uh, green dragons have kind of long legs. So I would say maybe the size of a skinny golden retriever. And the other one, maybe a little bit smaller than that. So they are not the exact same age from what mm-hmm. you can tell. Um, and and Hengus says, I... I believe you, and I'm trying to figure out if I need to send a lot of people or just the person that can handle a few little ones. Probably the few little ones. They seem pretty skittish, injured, and uh, very, very hungry. I do believe they have been... um, using our fallen comrade Haral as uh, sustenance for a little while. Aw, shit, he is dead. Fuck. Yeah, well, I lost that bet. Okay. (laughs) 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 All right. All right. Um, We'll find you based on where your emblems and stuff are something. I'm going to send someone sorry in advance. And there's like a click oh, as the oh sending no. stone kind of disconnects. <laughs> oh, oh no! Would 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 I actually know theoretically who she would send? You have no idea. You have no idea. So she's saying 
there is someone that she's going to send that can handle multiple small dragons. Um, that could be a lot of people within the guild, but, you know, dragons' existence would be kept pretty hush-hush, so it would probably be someone that is a high enough rank uh, or senior enough rank that you probably never worked with them. Oh. Oh, no. Uh, and so she turns back to uh, the little boy dragon. Uh, is there something that you would like? Do you have a name? Um, he looks at Kaylin, just still not trusting at all, and says, Why should I tell you? I don't know if I trust you yet. That is this fine. food could be uh, poisoned. It could, but it is not. You're from the same place that last guy was from, aren't you? But he was an idiot. Well, he was an idiot that knew how to use a sword. I see all of oh. you have weapons. I don't have a weapon. I'm not she, stupid. She I know what a belt is. I you see it right know. there on you. Oh, wait. Well, you, you don't. I guess you don't yeah. because you're Hexblade. But, no, uh, she just has like a, a dagger on her and it's just a single dagger. <laughs> it's like, I know I you don't have a weapon. Trixie. Why should I trust I'm, you? Uh, I gave you food and I'm trying to heal you. Also, you should probably actually go give her that potion. It might actually... Because that look... Because she might be... Well, I don't know. You you know more than me. You do as you, do as you see fit. Um, he's going to kind of look at you and he's not going to pick up the potion and he's going to kind of withdraw until you can just barely see his head and he's just going to watch you as he chews on this jerky. (laughs) So he's eating Uh, the jerky. You've started to gain some of his trust, but he's been hurt. So he's not sure how much he trusts. So Zoroka looks at uh, Kaylin as he's holding her and uh, Zoroka looks and he's like, are we done here, Kaylin? Just a moment, and she's going to reach out, grab the potion, sip a little bit of it, like, see, see, sip a little bit and put it back down. Um, reach into the other pack and get uh the actual ration rations, and put down another one, like with with uh, within well within his his next length. Grab the pack and just goes. When he is ready to talk, he will let us know. This indignity can stop. <laughs> We're going God, to be waiting uh, down down there, so if you want to communicate, we can. And there is, in fact, more food. Um, uh, so Zorog is actually looking at Kayla. Uh, just a quick question. What color is your skin? Uh, she is um, like tan brown, but like there's like a purple tint to it. Oh, shit. Okay, so Zoroka then starts to think, and Abby, you know this, and he's like, mm, she looks like her. And then uh, he gently actually not drops Caitlin, but he actually puts her down. Okay. Cute, very confused face. Well, okay. Zoroka's um, thinking that, not saying it, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. No, it's just, just very confused From face. Of like, that's what, that's what's, I was expecting this oh. to be a little more violent. Um, I've no. Ca- I've uh advised Henga uh, about uh our little friends. Um, someone is being sent. Um, and so she's and then she just adds quietly. 
So we may just want to keep a general eye on them to make sure until whoever is sent can actually arrive. They have been hurt by the hands of people. So hmm. should we wait here or wait outside? Uh, we should probably wait here because they're they're going to track. Um. Oh, what's his face? Is still in the doorway. He is. Yeah, Xander, Xander is. Uh, but he has no clue about the current situation. No, he does not. <laughs> so if someone were to appear outside of the cave, he, he would have no idea. I I will go back <laughs> and inform him of the uh, the situation that just uh, occurred. Soroka does so. <laughs> All right, watch him just fly along. <laughs> <laughs> and as he does <laughs> floating in the air like Ryoko <laughs> <laughs> yes um, takes you a minute to get back um, and you inform Xander of the situation knowing just enough about Xander um, I think you could expect a very excited response from him but without Ian here to play him, um, kind of not sure I want to say more about his reaction. Uh, <laughs> probably so much excitement that it's like, no, you have to stay here. What are you talking about? No, you have to stay here. Like, just the vibration. <laughs> just vibrating <laughs> like, uh. <laughs> I mean, not quite, but. Um, All right. Yeah. So. You, I'm assuming you meet back up. Oh, I was actually going to stay outside with them just oh, in case because I don't know. Yeah, because I don't know who these people are who is coming. So I, I wanted to, you know, see who, sort of gauge who who is supposed to be coming, and then follow in along with these people uh, as they uh, make their way. These other guild members. All right. <laughs> I was about to say, make them away. Uh, what I'm gonna do is bump you to a different map. I'm going to leave, I'm going to kind of bump Miz and Kaylin's tokens up and off to the side um, so that you're still there and you can still see everything happening. Um, but uh, you are deeper within. Um, can you see the current map? Yep. Back mm -hmm. out at the entrance. So um, you two wait, and there's there's a few minutes wait, so it's not like an instant thing, and as a couple minutes tick by, you're like, you know, they're probably gearing up in some way for, you know, a dragon encounter. Probably not best to just, uh, you know, immediately teleport someone unprepared in. Um, but then someone does appear, um, about 20 feet away from you. Um, kind of over off to the side. So it wasn't a perfect teleport, but it is close enough that the wood elf that appears uh, with a blue flash as she is teleported in does not fall into the water or anything. Um, but she lands with her back to you and kind of is looking around and you see that she's about 5'9", tan skin, long black hair. Um, and as she turns, you see that she has piercing blue eyes. 
Um, she's wearing dark fitted leather armor and you see, she's still in the middle of pulling on one of her gauntlets of her armor. Um, you do notice she she is geared up. She is not just, um, you know, like Haral with the basics. Uh, she has a bag of holding, a couple of short swords, um, multiple daggers, and a few magic-looking items, including a large amber amulet hanging from her belt. Um, the ironic part is I feel like <laughs> Kyo might have already guessed who was being sent based on her reaction, uh, but... Kia was pretending the, ignorance. Yeah, the only two people that uh, actually know who this is uh, are inside. <laughs> so the only two people who don't know who this is are the ones meeting this elf. Um, and she turns, looks, makes eye contact with you and starts to walk a little closer. And her stare seems to almost pierce right through you. And she says... All right, tell me what the situation is. If this is some kind of prank, now is the time to come clean without consequences, and I'd honestly even congratulate you on convincing Golomov to play along and teleport me here personally. Uh, Zoroka looks and gives a big sigh, and he's like, uh, he sort of sticks his two hands behind his back. This is no game. There are two dragons inside, skittering around. I don't know if they cause the death of one of our fellow guild members. But they are there nonetheless, and they don't seem to be cooperating. Um, she moves a little closer as she's kind of skirting the um, this pond. Um, and she's looking at you, kind of gauging you just a little bit. And then there's just a hint of a smile on her face. And she says, was it her all? Yes, unfortunately. Cool. I just won uh, five gold. All right. That's, what? I mean, that's very unfortunate. Yeah, because yeah, none of y'all heard that conversation sad. I had with Hanga. <laughs> so, so Zoroka looks and he's like, Five gold? What do you mean? Uh, don't, don't think too hard on that. Um, that's not really the, um, the issue at hand here. Um, of course, you know, 250 years without dragons, and it looks like. Correct me if I'm wrong, a party of new-ish adventurers is the one that discovers dragons are, uh, you know, around still. Are you sure they're not drakes, wyverns? Did you see them? Yes, I saw. It was a green one, and can't remember the other color of the other one. I believe it was blue. But it seemed as though, as I said earlier, they don't seem to be cooperating. What do you plan on doing with these things? Uh, well, I mean, if they're really dragons and not just something that looks like dragons, um, probably take them to the sanctuary. I don't know. And what will they do with them? Um, I mean, it's a sanctuary, so number one, not kill them. Um probably keep them safe there because normal people can't really enter the sanctuaries. So uh pretty good place for dragons to be where they can't cause chaos because uh if I'm not mistaken, we're in Direwood, right? And once they get older? I mean that sounds like a whole lot of something to figure out later, honestly. <sighs> 
Doesn't take too long for a wyvern to come. These look like baby dragons. It's around 15 to 20 years, if I may say so. Right. So, still not that big, so I could probably lure them with some food. We'll figure it out. Show me where they are. Fine. Follow me. Uh, And she's going to go into the cave with you. Um, And so, uh, he he does, Zoroka actually looks and he does say, have you seen dragons before? Um, I mean, they wouldn't really send anyone without experience to go look at dragons. I would say I'm probably one of the few people in the guild that has been alive and around long enough to actually have experienced living alongside dragons. Can't say it was all a pleasant experience. And I don't know how pleasant these are going to be, since we're in Direwood. That indicates they're probably green dragons. And judging from the smell, definitely smells like green dragons. Interesting. And if they don't cooperate, do we eliminate them? Um, I have personally always had a no-killing-dragons policy, unless it's, you know, my life or theirs. I don't really see babies being a problem. So, no. If they're unwilling to go, I would probably just, unfortunately, come back until they are willing to go. But they're babies, so they can be bribed. Understood. I'll speak no more. Here. Follow along. I will show you. All right, and she's going to follow along. And I'm assuming at this point, Xander kind of follows. Um, And there's a moment where she kind of like looks in the direction of Haral's body uh, when you pass it and kind of just is like, (laughs) like just just a hint of a smirk and half of a chuckle. Um, Totally unfazed by seeing the dead body of a colleague. Um, before she continues and, to follow after you. And when she does that, uh, do, do I notice you're doing that? Does, does, does uh, make a perception check. Absolutely. 13. You hear a noise. You're not quite sure if it was a little bit of a cough or gotcha. what it was. Um, you do see her face isn't completely blank. Um, you do see that there's no visceral reaction or you know, scrunching of the nose at the smell of death like She's probably used to it. She gotcha. seems like she's been around a while. Um, and as you continue, she kind of looks at the remains of some of the blights and says, what exactly happened here? Because I was told dragons, but these look like blights. It would seem as though their blights was protecting something. They seem to keep calling out they needed to protect something they did speak a little bit of uh common i believe right why what would they be protecting have you encountered the tree yet the tree usually yeah usually if there's little blights there's going to be one big blight controlling all of them i haven't actually seen blights in a long time so that's kind of Odd. Um, uh, Zoroka's eyebrow perks up. The tree, would it be in here? Um, in this cave? I doubt it, because trees need sunlight and things like that to live. Good, because there were more blights further into the cave. Just a warning. 
Right. I'm going to send some of the nerds and make this not my problem later. It's probably fine. Uh, uh, while Zorg is walking with her, she, he does ask her, Did you know the fellow good member who died? Oh, yeah. He was a little bit of an asshole. Um, very overconfident. Um, one of the few people that I took time out of my day to try to train, and he didn't really follow any of my training. So, um, honestly, I knew it was just a matter of time before he, uh, it's fine. I'll probably, I don't know, go get his body later, get him revived. I don't know. Maybe. Gotcha. I... Just wanted to see what your thoughts were of him. That's all. Anyways, mm, the dragon is perched be... up along there. Okay. Yeah, asshole would be my thoughts on him, but, uh... Right. Uh, and now, coming into view, uh, Miz and Kaylin, you both instantly recognize this person. Um... This Have person with her before. Maybe. Uh this is the liaison between the adventuring guild and the other guild that you two are a part of. So yes. hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent she's um, and the moment she sees both Ms. and Caitlin, her face just kind of falls and she just has this look of Are you kidding me? Hi, honey. You just see her honey. eye twitch. Um, and you know as she see. steps forward, Ms., you feel your weapon of warning uh, begin to almost hum. Not quite setting off a warning, but it's done this before in her presence, where it's acknowledging she might be a danger. You don't know yet. Uh, <laughs> would you allow me to roll a narcotic check to see if I notice Mrs. Uh, weapon of warning? Yeah. Go ahead. I that. Yeah. <laughs> well, this Kaylin oh, can't. a one. You <laughs> 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 notice nothing. Does Kaylin get that twitch in the, the back of her mind like, dummy? No. <laughs> uh, roll me an arcana check. <laughs> me? Yeah, you can roll one too. Oh. <laughs> Um, that's going to be 14. 14, you get this feeling in the back of your head. So, like, you haven't sensed it before, but now your party member has a weapon of warning, and you hear some kind of just faint sound coming from it, and you kind of glance at it, and I don't know if Miz is making any kind of reaction to it, but you get this feeling like, oh... <laughs> Miz is just kind of folded up, you know, has his arms folded, just looks standing at her basically as she's looking at him. Doesn't say a word, but, uh, you know, he's just, he is a little more on guard because of his history and how he knows this person. He's a lot more on, like, he's ready, like, if anything happens, he's, uh, he's ready. <laughs> Yeah, he he has prior history. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure that hatred is pretty that that danger is pretty targeted. Yeah, and, yeah. and just perched up along the rock with his uh, arms folded behind his back, just simply waiting, engaging to see what what's about to occur. Um, 
This mm-hmm. elf looks at Ms. and Kaylin and says, "Right before you can call me, honey, you're gonna have to remember. You're gonna have to remind me your name." Oh, do I want to say it? Do I want to say it? Oh, and this isn't some of that fae shit. Um, what do I call all? Just I need names. I've seen paperwork, but I've only met, seen the faces of two of you. Who's who? You can call me Jess. Uh, it it is Kaylin. <laughs> right. Oh, although, uh, no, not you, uh, Zoroka. You might want to go check and actually make sure that they're still up there, since you know we can't see because you know we're not we're too good we're we aren't too good for the sky. Uh, Zoroka looks and he's like. Uh, I think the elf can uh, go up there if she really needed to. She looks skilled enough. Uh, She kind of looks in the direction that you're pointing and shrugs and says, I'm assuming they're hiding in little cracks and crevices and whatnot up there. That's Uh, correct. Sounds uh, on point for what uh, little green dragons tend to do. At least from what I uh, read in books, because not many people have actually seen uh, baby chromatic dragons, because usually there's a parent around. Tell me you haven't seen a parent around, because that would be a bigger problem. And she promptly repeats, I haven't seen parents around. No, very legitimately, we have not seen parents. There are only two. We have tried food. We have tried snacks. They have been fed. There's a potion of healing that I left up there because the smaller female uh, looks a bit injured. The elder male uh, is also moderately the same size. He also seems a little injured. Uh, Very untrustworthy of us. I just said, here's your food. We are down here if you're willing to talk. We don't know what the hell their names are because he is hiding in his crevice. Um, and that is where we left them. Well, first off, you can't just hand a baby dragon a potion. That's like handing a toddler an open cup of juice or something. Like, it's fine. I will take it from here. Um, How the fuck would we know? That's why I called for help. And you were right to do so, because if you were to mess this up, it would make my job much harder. So, you can run along now. Well, it seems like that's it. Um, as, uh, I'm assuming we're gonna start walk heading out, as, uh, if that's, like, the last, if this is the next thing we're doing, as I pass by, I don't know, this is not, is this an arcana or an insight check to see if somebody's wearing disguise? Because I wanted to use that on Jess. Uh, that would be an insight. Is it insight or investigation? Hold on, hold on. Let me, let me. I didn't actually have her character sheet pulled up. One second. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, wrong sheet. Uh, I don't remember which one it was. That would be, uh, investigation. Okay. Um, I'm uh, I'm assuming this that's the next thing we're doing. Is we're gonna like just basically okay, you got this. Whatever, we're gonna walk out. Um, as we're walk as we're as Miz starts to walk by Jess, he kind of like perks over and looks slightly. And uh, I want to roll an investigation uh, yep. check to see if I notice anything like a disguise or anything like that. Go for it. 
God damn, I suck at an investigation. Oh, well. Oh, no. You can't really tell. Um, the flickering light from the lantern is not doing you any favors either. Um, you, you have no idea. Okay, well, that, that's fine. Um, that's I, what I will give you with the 14 investigation is you have encountered this person before in, in the kind of tight quarters as you are starting to pass by her. Um, you smell the familiar scent of uh, whatever perfume or you know scent they wear of lavender and sandalwood, and you have smelled this on this person in the past. Okay. So you're pretty sure it's probably the same person. Okay. Yeah, Zoroka is actually looking, and he really quick, right, right as he's leaving, he, he puts up one finger behind. And he's like, Ah, one last thing. How did you actually intend to get these things out? Um, just kind of shrugs, says, I have means, teleportation and all that. Uh, she digs in her bag of holding for a moment and pulls out what looks like a gold dragon scale, um, a little bit bigger than her palm. And you see what look like, um, teleportation runes etched into it. And it is attached to a gold necklace. So it's like a very large amulet. Um, covered in runes. She says, this will get us directly to the sanctuary. Um, it'll be fine. It's run by this nice old lady named Gran. She's like a billion years old, but, you know, she knows about dragons and she's got her granddaughter uh, to help her with everything. So it, it should be fine. She'll probably know I'm coming. Um, I'd be surprised if she didn't. Uh, can I safely assume that uh, we should not tell anybody about what or uh obviously duh but also we don't have a way to prove that we found her all beyond the fact that we found his dead body uh his belt and his uh token was missing right <sighs> well golemov is all for peace and everything so i can't exactly just eliminate witnesses uh Go back, and I'm sure Golomov is going to want to talk to you, and he'll probably give you some hush money. Eliminate witnesses. I mean, that would be if you're stupid enough to say anything, because let's be honest, you found literally the rarest creature in the realms. That information should be highly guarded, because that is going to put your lives in danger, and the lives of anyone else who knows it, because there are filthy bounty hunters, and she casts kind of a side-eye at Kaylin and Miz, who track down information and people like that, and they don't always make it out alive. Uh, excuse you, I was in fact headhunted for the Adventurer's Guild, so you can stop with the side-eye. <laughs> Not by me. Well, you yeah, two were bounty hunters. Because, you know, I was chosen by someone of means and quality, not rudeness. But anyhoosen, yes, uh, once mm. upon a time I was a bounty hunter. Hmm. Well, anyways, uh, we'll continue along. It doesn't seem like we'll cause you any more trouble. <sighs> Works for me. Um, and she gives one last look of almost disgust at Kaylin and Miz. Um, but I feel like 
<laughs> oh, what does Miss say? Oh, Miss Miss just starts smiling at her, not saying a word, just straight smiling and walks away. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Zoroka, one last thing he says is, "Do you know if Harold had any family members or friends?" I mean, Henga's his cousin. No. Well, I don't get too deep into her personal business, so... I uh, to see if I can find any type of send-off to any of his compatriots. I'll, when I send the nerds back to like look at all of the blights and everything, I'll have them on the lookout, and we'll recover the body and all that, and we'll see if Henga wants to get him revived. We've got Understood. people for that. It's just expensive. Understood. My apologies for my, my apologies for all the questions. You're taking our leave now. I'd honestly be more suspicious of you if you didn't have questions. <laughs> so, uh, I'm just, just walking away. Caitlin is like, why are you just quietly? Why do you? <laughs> no, not loud enough for her to hear, but just like, <laughs> no, I'm laughing, not anyone else. Um, Miss, Mrs. Head, he's just like, he's Miss is just walking by, and this is all in his head. He's thinking mm, she might be a nice kill one day. We'll see. <laughs> Uh, yeah, as Miz is approaching, that weapon of warning is humming a lot louder. <laughs> uh, I One want day. to, yes, uh, I want Xander to have a chance to do, say, ask questions, do whatever, um, and not just say, this is the point where you all depart. So we are going to end the session here. Um, because oh. I feel bad getting this far without him, but, um, that's, that's where we are. He told us to go on. And he's Show missing must... the dragons. He is, he is missing the dragons, but that's why we're ending here. So if Xander wants to hang back and have some, you know, one-on-one -on -one time with these uh, hissy little babies, he can. <laughs> so, um, with that, we are going to end. And I guess everyone... Uh, well, wait. Yeah. Gary? Insert here a word from the people we want people to support. Um, and now, now we say goodbye. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Happy New Year. Happy New is... Year. I have no yeah. idea when what? this will get published. <laughs> <laughs> theoretically, we're recording this before the New Year. See you next year. Theoretically, yeah, theoretically. So, happy theoretical New Year. Something, something, something. Good night. Dark side. <laughs> Something, something, something. Well, if you ask me, the estimate for post episode is probably uh, Friday, January 3rd. Uh, you guys forgot me in initiative again. I got the pizzas. Anyway, uh, are we even in the same room? Am I, am I in the right place? Uh, listeners, if you like what you heard, follow us on. I don't think we. Anyway, follow us. Uh, tell your friends about us. Follow some of the people. Type this. You can follow on twitch.tv force. Uh, we have Becky. You can follow on twitch.tv force. Jess, you can follow on twitch.tv forward slash Jess Panda or follow the uh, Kyler. You can follow at fishing after five on YouTube. Jay, you can follow on rush or yeah, at rush nine one eight on Twitch. Uh, I guess that's the episode guys. Uh, farewell. Don't forget me. <laughs>